Hi, and welcome to On the Road with Higher Ed. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. So how are things, Joe? We last talked, I guess we last recorded our most recent episode a few days ago. So what have you been up to? Uh, This week, I was absolutely out on the road. Uh, Went and visited a community college up in Pennsylvania. And then I swung by our headquarters for uh, a couple of days as well this last week. Wow. So yeah, few flights, pretty busy. Yeah, six six flights. Um, makes for a long, tiring week. By the time I got on the planes on Friday night, I was just, I was so tired. It was like uh, a like a toddler, you know, that's overtired but can't get to sleep because they're overtired, and like I couldn't get comfortable on on the plane, and I was just cranky. And I mean, <laughs> if I was two or three, I would have went ahead and had a temper tantrum in the seat. You would have cried. I just wanted to. I just, you know, I mean, you, you, have you ever been that tired? Like, I just, oh yeah, you know, I just wanted to be home. Yeah, and when you're that tired, you can't relax. You can't sleep, like you said. No, yeah, which I was makes just, it worse. Yeah, I was just, I was just, you know, futzing around on the plane, and you know, and then the flights were weird, so I, I didn't get dinner at the right time, and you know, Joey's got to eat. Um, oh yeah, and- especially when you're traveling. Well, I get you aren't traveling coast to coast, but I think the days that you travel coast to coast are the hardest because I feel like I eat, especially when I'm traveling from east to west, it feels so much later when I'm on the west coast because I yeah. still feel like I'm on east coast time. Right. So I feel like I eat three breakfasts or something like that. Oh, no, there, you know? there's, yeah, there's there's an extra meal going going out west. There is you. It's automatic that you have a fourth or fifth meal and you just don't don't identify them anymore. That's totally right. accurate. <laughs> it's really fun doing expense reports on this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, so I yeah, I had three lunches. So what? I mean, judge me all you want. I mean, it, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it felt yeah. like I was up forever. <laughs> yeah, that part's tough. But luckily, no, I just went up to Pennsylvania, visited a, a community college up there. Um, this was not a not one of our current customers, somebody that's looking for new new software. So it was um, great to visit them. They are kind of stuck in a lot of manual processes now. So they were really liking what a current, you know, solution, student information system is it going to be able to bring to their college. Well, good. Any uh, big takeaways from your visit? I don't know. From a takeaway perspective, um, you know, they, they just, they, they love what they were seeing. It was, it was the modern stuff. You know, it was the stuff that students, that, that you and I know that students expect today and, and employees expect today. Um, so it was, it was really looking at that sort of modern experience. There was a lot of times where they're forced to do things manually today that, you know, a lot of other systems might have batch processes or, or, or automated processes to, to take care of those business items, um, right. know, maybe maybe it'd be graduation or, or prerequisite checking or wh- whatever it was, you know, some kind of thing that they're doing manually today that a, that a new system is going to help them out considerably. So that was kind of kind of fun. Good. So you got to open their eyes to what the future could look like. I did. Um, and I had I kind of even had my eyes open, I think, a little bit, too, because y- you you know how you trained me um, a while ago to read bulletin boards on campus and like. <laughs> You know, I, I, I look, I look for, um, you know, what's going on on campus. I look, you know, are there, I look for, you know, the, the student programming board or whatever, you know, are they doing any movies or concerts or, you know, what events are going to be happening on campus. And so right. I, I constantly am stalking bulletin boards. 
good. I didn't know what you were going to say that I trained you on. Thinking, <laughs> I don't feel like I was ever in a position to train you. <laughs> But apparently you learned something from me. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we, we, you know, we used to be able to incorporate some of those things into our presentations, but I just, I like to be in the know, like what's happening on campus. So, um, so this, this particular school did have some um, informational flyers above the urinals. So I was able to, you know, obviously read that then, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the stall talk or whatever they're called. They all have different names, but right. know, there, there were those kind of things. Uh, and then they had some other bulletin boards. And even in all the classrooms, I noticed a flyer that I, I, I'd like to talk about because it was something that I haven't experienced. Um, it was about their, their local at the college food bank. Oh, um, so the college provides the food? The college, you know, it, it, it provides the food there. And then obviously they were, you know, other posters were talking about. Uh, you know, donate donating food if you wanted to, but but they were indicating that that they had a food bank that was going to be available for their students, and and so that got me thinking about, you know, this is a growing problem and something that I'd like to chat about in a, in a bit if we could. Yeah, we definitely can. So um, I'm curious to hear more about what they're doing at that institution. I know you've shared a little bit. Uh, and then there's actually an article that we recently found that we will cover shortly. So we will take a quick break and then pick back up on that topic. All right. And we're back. So, Joe, you were mentioning that when you are, were on a college campus uh, just last week uh, that you saw a flyer uh, indicating that they had a food bank and that if there were people that wanted to donate to the bank, they could. But the majority of, I guess, the advertisement was really letting students know that the college had food available should they need it, right? Yeah, actually, yeah, the, the way you say that is actually spot on because in each of the classrooms, so I was in a couple of different classroom spaces, those classrooms had flyers that was advertising that a food bank was available. Where, okay. you know, whereas some other flyers in the hallway were, were more talking about um, supporting the food bank, which I guess which really makes sense, you know, keeping it front and center to the student's mind where they're not, sort of having to go out of their way or whatever, but really getting that word in front of, in front of your students. Yeah. So it's actually kind of interesting when you think about, we always talk about software and products. That makes me think we talk about how our software can be geared to different audiences and roles. So they were actually <laughs> gearing it towards audiences based on where the flyers were. It sounds like in the hallways, they might see more staff and employees. And then they knew the students would be paying attention in the classrooms. Right. Yeah. Because you're, you know, you're going to get from a, you're going to have a, a one to 20 ratio of faculty or employees to students in a classroom and your hallways are going to be much different. Right. So I know that you mentioned uh, this is something that is becoming, you know, um, I guess more prevalent is the right word. Unfortunately, we're hearing a lot more about uh, food insecurity on college campuses, uh, not just food insecurity, but also uh, homelessness. Uh, being, you know, a really big issue um, in college and university communities today. Right, right. And so uh, you found an article. Yeah, I did. Uh, So I I found an article, uh, where was this from? It's from the Bucks County Courier Times. And and the reason this one jumped up to me is um, it it actually talked about one of the schools that I'm familiar with, Bucks County Community College, uh, is referenced in the article. And I know that they're doing some 
they're doing some good things to help their students in their community. So that's kind of what, what drew me to this. It's not your our typical like inside higher ed or what have you, though there are articles in the Chronicle in inside higher ed that are more global in, in talking about this nature. But this brought it down, I thought, to something specific. Um, though, Sarah, this article does still reference, you know, some, some bigger research here, right? Like, so research studies and campus surveys suggest that food insecurity among college students ranges from a low of 9% to more than 50%, depending upon the campus. And that's, that's you know, that, that, that's crazy to me. But then I also think about, in some cases, if you look at, like, a community college, where it's located and the community that it's serving, maybe a community where food insecurity also exists at home. Right. So why wouldn't it be different, you know, in college, especially a community college, maybe they don't have residences. So, you know, I think a lot of us, when we think about college, if you think about the traditional experience, like you and I had, you didn't live on campus, um, right. but it was still more of a traditional experience. I would say in some regard, once you moved into an apartment. Absolutely. Right? You probably yeah. had a dining card of some sort and you could get meals on campus if you wanted to, maybe lunch. Yeah, certainly could. Did right. not choose to go that route. But yeah, that was certainly possible. And when I lived on campus, I paid, you know, tuition. Um, and that tuition, you know, also I had um, room and board. So I had a meal plan always um, because I was fortunate enough to be able to, you know, pay for that meal plan or my right. parents were, I should right. say. <laughs> um but not everybody has that option. And I think if you are living off campus at home or, you know, um, wherever, um, then you probably wouldn't have that meal plan. And so that could be where if you couldn't afford the meal plan. That could be where you could see this come into play. Right. Yeah. Like if you're looking to save costs. Well, in the article here, uh, um, there's been studies at University of Iowa and California that the students who are most likely to have food uh, to be food insecure are racial and ethnic minorities students living off campus to your point and coming from families where food insecurity was a problem when they were growing up so it just sort of perpetuates it going on because for them you know and for a lot of people it would be like okay i've got to make choices about what i'm going to spend my money on i got to have if i'm commuting because that's a lot of these folks are commuters i got to have transportation money would be it you know gas money or, 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 you know, traveling bus or what have you, public transportation. I got to That's a, that's a must to get to class. And so, you know, you get down into, I'll, I'll get some ramen noodles. I'll get some basics, but I'm not going to have an abundance of food at the house. Right. And transportation is one thing, but then there's still book fees and things like that. So if they, you know, let's say they were paying kind of class by class and they weren't able to take out a loan and didn't have a book voucher or something. They had to save up for what the books cost too. Right. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one thing I noticed in here, which isn't surprising is that there was a study from the university of Florida. It said that they found that students who didn't have access to adequate food had higher stress levels, poorer quality of sleep, and were more likely to have lower GPAs. Obviously not surprising, but just really, makes you think, you know, um, how fortunate some of us were and, you know, that we didn't have to think where can we find food next. Um, but when you don't have the proper food and nutrition, then obviously that's going to impact your sleep levels, right. um, which is going to lead to stress and you're not going to be able to concentrate in class, which is going to lead to you not being able to do well on your work. 
Yeah, but but I, I think you know, sir, it, it leads me to think about you know something I I wouldn't have thought of until I I really sort of kind of opened my eyes to this is as an advisor or a faculty member, one of the questions that you would ask your students today that maybe you didn't have to ask them in the past is is about their food. Mm. You know, I, I mean, I because you could you could then alert them to, and they may not even know, right? You could alert them to that there is assistance on campus be it a food bank or some program that that you could alert that student to you know through technology you know if we tie this back right i could i could put a flag on you that says okay you know the student has some food insecurities going on here and we can alert then alert the student to all the, the the things that are available to help them right and even automate communication to let them know that you know the food bank got a new shipment or whatever it might be Right. Okay. You've read the article. It might be in front of you. So the question I'm going to pose to you is, um, according to data from the College and University Food Bank Alliance, how many colleges and universities operate a food pantry on campus? Oh, no, you're quizzing me. And now I'm going to have to look through the article. I know. You can can give up quick. Hold on. All right. Because it was it's kind of a big number. We should have like a Jeopardy theme song in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Um, oh, how many colleges do yeah. operate one? Yeah. Okay, I think I missed this. Just tell All me. Right. So it, it says it's over 640. Oh, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a significant number. Yeah, that is. That is a really large number. So, yeah, over 640 operate food pantries. I mean, that's, yeah, it's... Best. It's a, it's a big, it's a, it's a big problem and it's going to continue to grow again, you know, and that's, you know, we talk, there's all this sort of talk about tuition and, and, and things that people are going to do about tuition and, and, and student loans and all that kind of stuff. But again, addressing the food issue and, and giving people nutrition is a retention issue, is a student success issue because you can help them if they, if they're, if they have nutrition, they'll sleep better. And all of this sort of will lead to the fact that the likelihood of them getting better grades is, is higher. Definitely. This then, is very eye-opening. It is. So that, that brought us to the, the Bucks County um, Community College piece. So there are, the local United Way there in Bucks County has learned that 30% of the, the Bucks County Community College students experience times where they don't have enough food to sustain themselves and their families which was crazy. This was in 2018. Right. Um, so they offer students in the, the college does. We offer um, our students in financial assistance to campus cafeterias and area grocery stores as well to connect them with the resources in the community. That's cool because it's, it's a community college. So they're not going to typically have on campus residents. So they're, they're part of the community. So to pull in the local grocery stores, that's a, that's a big win. Right. That's huge. And I mean, there might even be, you know, there are adult students that, like they said, that, you know, it's not just your typical age college student, traditional students. Right. These days, there's more non-traditional than traditional in some cases. So that gives them the opportunity to not only feed themselves, but also help their families. Yeah. So the, the local United Way is, is ultimately going to be partnering with the Bucks County Community College. They're, they're hosting the United Way's Bucks Knocks Out hunger event on june 21st at bucks county community college and and their explicit goal is to raise eighty-five thousand dollars this year to combat hunger in bucks county and donations from community members 
have already been made to make this event successful. So they've already got it started in a way. Um, it's, it's a big deal. Like we, we need to keep our eye on this. I'm, I'm, I'm able, I think, to use this, Sarah, to, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to add some examples even just to, just to kind of keep it in the forefront from um, a success perspective because it's not, it's not a factor that you would think about. Um, and no. obviously a, a system can't, you know, can't decide that somebody is not, um, is not, does not have the proper nutrition. But once you know that you could have a, a case that we can work. So I think I can, I think I have a, some work to do in our, in our demonstration thing to even just sort of keep this in the forefront. Cause it is, this is a real example. This is a real situation that people are dealing with out there. And I think we need to do what we can from a technology standpoint to help, to do our part, to help out. I think that's a great idea and, you know, helps institutions that we work with realize that we understand, um, you know, how often it's happening um, and that, you know, we're often we're seeing it now and that we're aware of it and want to help in any way that we can. Absolutely. Well, I want to commend Bucks County Community College on their efforts, the Bucks County Courier Times for, for highlighting it for their community, the United Way program that's going to be going on. Um, and then obviously there's some good, there's some good references in here. You can, and some other good organizations that we link back to. So definitely check out the uh, link to the article in our show notes and you can follow that along and, and check out what's going on Buc at Bucks County Community College. Tongue twister this afternoon. <laughs> Not a problem. Not bad for a Monday, right? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that is all we have for today and we will be back soon with a new episode but thank you so much for listening uh as always we are available on many different channels anchor fm apple joe knows the others right um stitcher and others uh but <laughs> we do also have just to remind you through the anchor app or the anchor website there is a voicemail option to, to leave us a voicemail if you have an idea for a topic uh, leave us a voicemail we can we can always research that topic and and bring it to our our listeners, if it's on your mind, it's probably on other people's minds as well. Yeah. So do not be afraid to reach out. And if you just have a question for us, uh, feel free to leave that in the voicemail as well. For now, we are going to sign off. We'll be back soon. Thanks so much for listening to On the Road with Higher Ed. Again, this is Sarah. And this is Joe. Have a great one. Bye-bye, y'all. Yay!